0: you're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Are you ready to blab with me? Grab a front row seat as I adventure through motherhood, build my career, and not lose my shit. This podcast is a place for women to come together and relate through the highs and lows of business and motherhood, Keep it real and learn some new business tips and tricks while inspiring each other to do the dang thing. So close your eyes and take a deep breath, mama. You found us. It might not always be pretty, but you can count on one thing. We are in this hot mess together. Oh yeah, I'm so glad you're here to listen to the show, but make sure you check out everything else that Boss Ladies and Babies has to offer, like our mini episodes every Tuesday with quick business tips for the busy boss lady, our merchandise that will be relaunching soon, and all of our resources, coaching, courses, programs, and more over at bossladiesandbabies.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. The times they are changing, fall is here, it is coming so quickly, football season is starting, the leaves are starting to change, my house is full of pumpkins. I am not that girl who holds on to every last ounce of summer. I am super excited for fall. I've already had a pumpkin spice latte and I am embracing all the cozy things even though it's still like 80 degrees outside. Um, But the seasons aren't the only thing that's changing right now. We have so much happening here at Boss Ladies and Babies. I know all of you have so much happening with kiddos going back to school. So many uncertainties happening around us still with the pandemic. It is a very wild time. And I don't know. I don't know if I'm okay. Are you okay? How are you doing? I'm here for you. Make sure you reach out if you need some support because there is a lot happening around us right now. In the episode today, we are kind of embracing this idea of change and talking about career breaks for women and mamas and I love everything about this episode. It is powerful. It is impactful. It is going to leave you with a different mindset around the idea of taking career break if you're in a career break right now. So, I'm really excited to get into that, but before we do, I'm going to jump in with my highs and lows and then we will kick this thing off. So, let's see. I've got quite a few highs going on right now, which is exciting. Um I think Probably my biggest one that comes to mind is the upcoming MobCon mini, which is put on by mom-owned businesses, and it is a group that I am an Alliance member of, and they do these kind of mini um, events every quarter. And so they are putting one on this Sunday, September 12th, that is talking about designing the life and business of your dreams. And I saw that this was coming up, and I reached out and asked if they were looking for more speakers because this was right up my alley. And I just kind of put myself out there and made the ask, and originally they had a full roster for speakers, but they were going to get back to me next time. And then something changed and they decided that they would love to have me join and speak at this event. So I am really excited. This is a really big opportunity for me to be able to show up and provide value to so many women. I'm going to be talking about building a personal brand centered around your life, which is like my jam. So I'm so, so, so excited for that. I do have a couple free tickets to hand out. So if you're interested, please send me an email. I have a link in my bio for tickets. If you'd like to purchase one, they're $99. I'm so, so, so excited for this. And as for my low, I am just really not doing well with COVID right now. I feel like last year when COVID was like roaring, nobody around me or even somebody that I knew like secondhand had COVID. And right now, it just seems like there are so many people that I know or like someone I know knows who is getting COVID. And it's just really scary because it feels like it's getting closer and closer. And it's only a matter of time until it really affects somebody like in my immediate circle. We've had a couple um, exposure scares with some friends and family members, not for us, but for people um, that we know. And it's just been a lot different and a lot more scary, especially with my daughter getting ready to start preschool. um, Today, when this comes out, she'll be in preschool. And so it's just been really challenging to kind of make that decision, especially since she's not school age and she doesn't need to go to preschool. It's just something that, you know, would be great for her socially. It's just been like a battle. And all of you parents, I'm sure, can relate with this battle of, you know, do I hinder them, hinder their social skills and keep them home? Or I don't know. It's just, you know, same song and dance. I've talked about this so many times. I'm just really battling with that decision. And it just, it feels like there is no light at the end of the tunnel and it's just an overwhelming feeling. So that's kind of my low that I've been dealing with, but it's okay. It's going to be okay. It's just been a rough couple weeks or so dealing with it and anxiety high, but I'm getting through it. Enough about COVID. It takes over way too many of our conversations these days and we have such an amazing episode. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited you're listening and tuning in. This episode is all about career breaks. And for any of you mamas out there who have taken a break from your career to stay home with your children, whether it was by choice, whether it was because of the pandemic or of, you know, variety of things that have come up to get you into the position that you are today, we have an amazing guest who talks about career breaks, what they are, normalizing them and things that you can do while you're on a career break to really make sure that you you are not losing yourself or your identity and you're still maintaining your confidence as a woman and as an individual. And this episode spoke to my soul so much and I'm sure it will for you too and so I'm so so excited to bring on my guest who is a married mama of two kids that are now 11 and 8. She's from Nashville and she has a 15-year commercial banking and financing background. And now she uses her experiences through that to help mothers manage their careers and money, as well as hosting the Money, Career, and Motherhood podcast. And most recently, she's been focusing on talking to women about career breaks and how we can really normalize this conversation. So please help me. Welcome to the show right after the short break, Janice. It's time for this week's Boss Lady Business Spotlight. Meet Tracy Rodriguez. For those with pain that won't quit, you do not have to keep living this way. Tracy Rodriguez is a corrective exercise specialist giving women the tools to eliminate chronic pain when no other methods have worked. You can snag a free consultation to find pain relief by DMing her on Instagram at Tracy Rodriguez, or you can visit www.workpainfreeprogram.com to learn more. Hello, Janice. Welcome to the show. Hi, Megan. Thanks so much for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back to the show. I should say, because we've recorded with you before we were just talking about it off of offline here, but it's been at least a year, if not longer.
1: Yeah, it's been a while. So I'm so excited to be back.
0: Yes, I'm so so excited to chat with you and all of the changes that you have going on with your podcast and what you've been up to. So we're going to get into all of that here. But before we do, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners who don't know who you are. Tell us what you do. What makes you a boss lady? Let's hear it.
1: So I'm Janice Scholl and uh, my family and I live just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. I have two small humans that I am responsible for, a son and a daughter, and my husband. And we kind of have done things a little different than other families in that we lived overseas for five years. So our kids have lived in three countries, including the U.S., and uh, we just, we really like adventure. So I try to look at everything I do as a learning opportunity. And I do that through my business and with our kids and through our travels as well.
0: That's amazing. How has it been not really being able to travel as much the last couple of years for you guys?
1: It's so hard. It's so hard. And I know that that's people, you know, it's not that big of a deal, right? In the scheme of things, our family is together. Our family is healthy, but it's like taking a part of who we are and how our, like our real family culture away from us. So it's definitely been a struggle, but we found a way to do new things locally and in COVID friendly ways, um, to still feel like we're taking adventures, even if we're not going quite as far.
0: Yeah, that's good. It's kind of not nice. I don't know why my brain was about to say that, but it's kind of interesting how we can come up with different things and different ways to do the things that we love to do and how something, That can be really traumatic, and sucky can inspire some kind of special things to happen in our lives, our businesses, and you know all of that.
1: Absolutely, I think it's forced us to be more creative in how Mm -hmm. we do things, and that part of it has had a positive outcome.
0: Yeah, do you think that the creativity that was forced for family things had an impact impact on some of the changes that you're making in your business and your podcast?
1: Yeah, I definitely do. Um, You know, I started the podcast after the pandemic had started, but I had planned it Mm pre-pandemic. And so my initial focus was really different than what it is today. And by way of background, the podcast is the Money, Career, and Motherhood podcast. And this season, we're talking specifically about motherhood-driven career breaks. And it's kind of weird, but this topic is so important to me, but I really didn't want to focus on it on the podcast because I think it was just too personal. I just wasn't ready to go there yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, after we got through the initial year of the pandemic, I just took a deep breath and I'm like, look, this is what's happening. And this is what we need to talk about because I knew that career breaks were happening for career women prior to the pandemic, but now it's just grown exponentially challenging for mothers across the board. And we need to be talking more about it and giving moms more resources. So that's definitely impacted the focus of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then just the way I do things at home with my family and kind of how I prioritize has definitely on an operational level changed as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've we've had to, we've had to yeah. figure out how to pivot. Definitely. Well, I'm excited to talk about career breaks today because, like you said, like this has Career breaks have been happening for women and it's not something that we talk about very often. And over here, we talk about boss ladies like a lot, right? Boss ladies and babies, that's what this is all about. But to me, a boss lady isn't just a woman who runs a business or has a career. A boss lady is any woman who's out there doing her thing and making a difference. And every boss lady looks different in their life and what they do. And sometimes taking a career break is a needed step for us boss ladies who are working, right? And I'm just hoping today that this conversation that we can have similar to what you're trying to do with your podcast can just help normalize these career breaks and just help People feel okay with even if they're forced to take these career breaks, or even if they're not, and they just choose to take a career break because it's what they need and what their family needs. And hopefully, we can inspire anyone listening to do what's best for their life because millions of moms, as you said, have taken career breaks and they may not have intended to. And I think that your message and what I hope to accomplish today is to really let people know that they're not alone in this.
1: Well, thank you for that, because that's exactly what I want moms to understand is that, you know, the decision is so deeply personal, but the circumstances that lead up to that decision are not personal. They happen every single day to mothers. And so we really do have to normalize the fact that You know, many of us, even if we don't ultimately take one, are in a position where we're juggling and trying to figure it out and thinking, is this my only option? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. So let's start with what seems like an obvious answer here, but what is a career break? Like what's considered a career break?
1: Yeah, so a career break can be taken for many different reasons, right? But what we're talking specifically about are family-driven career breaks. So some people take them for travel, some people take them to reinvest in their education, but we're talking about career breaks where mothers are deciding to spend time focusing on their family and raising their kids as opposed to um, juggling both and, and being a working parent. Now, career break for, is not a maternity leave. Maternity leave is just a leave of absence for a period of time. So when I'm talking about career breaks, it's generally going to be a period of one year or more. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have a definitive return kind of process, plan, or uh, time frame. Mm-hmm. So you may have in your mind, like, well, I plan when my, when my son gets to be 15 months, when my son gets to be this, I'm going to go back. But there's nothing really structured that that calls you back so whereas you know if you take a sabbatical you may work with a company that allows you to take a leave of absence for a year for instance and you have a specific rep plan for return you're going to go back to the same company you know when you're going to go back um, that's totally different career break is basically like you are launching yourself into the abyss and you don't know what's happening after you go through it so <laughs>
0: Okay. Yeah. And that can sound really scary. Like that sounds really scary. Just hearing you say that out loud, especially (laughs) if it's like not a hundred percent by choice, right? Just like the unknown, the so much unknown.
1: Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. Well, and so many people, like you you said not by choice. and a lot of people, you know, we have this idea of who takes career breaks. and this image, this bias that we kind of have culturally, is that this is a woman who always knew she was going to do this. Mm-hmm. This was the plan. and, you know, she never really invested heavily into her career and then she executed her plan when that is really not the case, especially in today's world. I mean, mm-hmm. women, Are having kids later than they had in in earlier decades, and we're becoming mothers at a time when we've been a working professional, we've had a thriving career for extended period of time. So that professional identity is like ingrained deep into who we are. And it's often, it, it is a choice it is a privilege to be able to decide to do it, but it doesn't feel like a choice Mm -hmm. because it is often not something that the woman intended. And it is a reaction to a problem. There is a childcare issue. There is a family issue that you just don't have the capacity to do both effectively.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's oftentimes hard to talk about it because it's like, people see it as, well, you should feel lucky that you're home to be able to take care of your child, which of course you do. And of course, that's some, you know, you love your child. But like you said, your identity of this career that you've worked so hard to build has just completely disappeared, which it's just really, really scary.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that phrase in motherhood, I should be grateful, dot, 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 fill in the mm-hmm. blanks. You know, when you have a great career and you're thinking about leaving, a lot of times moms are saying, well, I should be grateful. I've got this great job. It pays well. How can I not be just happy with what I have, even if you are having challenges at home? And then on the other side, it is being at home and you have this privilege to be able to make a choice that so many other families are not able to, and it is, I should be grateful. And and when we keep thinking about that, I should be grateful. It keeps us from really turning it into what we want it to be because we don't really feel like we deserve anything better than where we're at.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think in general, it just kind of feels like the whole idea of taking a career break feels like two women, like they're failing, right? They feel like people see them as failing. And like you said, you know, people see it as this was her plan the whole time. She never invested in her career. And so that's ingrained into us. And so then when we choose to take a career break, we're like facing that I'm failing. I'm not doing good enough. It's just really seen in a negative regard. And I'm curious on when you're going to take this career break, how do you change your mindset around that? This has been ingrained in you for so long from society. What, how do you make that shift?
1: Yeah. You know, so much of the information that's out there is about how women can have both. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's about balance. And some of us find ourselves in a position where it's not about balance. So when I, when my first child was born um, she had some medical challenges that we were trying to deal with. And we're. De- I was dealing with this at the exact time that I was trying to read Lean In. And that book is so heavily focused on keeping women in the workforce and all of the ways they need to self-advocate for themselves. Mm-hmm. And it was. it had the exact opposite reaction of what the book was intended to do because it made me feel even worse about my circumstance. And it keeps us from talking openly about what we're going through. And so that's the first thing that we need to do is to recognize that career breaks and the decision to or not to take career breaks for mothers is very normal. For Mm -hmm. highly accomplished women, nearly half will take a career break at some point. Most of the time it is due to childcare reasons, but but, but almost always there's more than one reason. So it might be, well, I'm not that happy at work and I have this childcare issue, I'm going to try and work it out from there. But so the first thing is to talk about it. And we are not just socialized to feel like we're not doing a good job when we can't balance what we're working on as a working mother, but we're also socialized to not talk about our hardships or our challenges. We're, we're socialized at work to talk about how we're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's this really weird conundrum where like, we can't talk about it. And so because we can't talk about it, we feel like everybody else is doing better than us. And actually everybody's just silently languishing in this challenge. Right. Um, And so talking about it definitely helps. The second thing is setting your family values because, you know, oftentimes we so focus on maintaining the career that we've built because that's the identity we know that's the that's the life plan we had for ourselves that we lose sight of what's important to us as a family and to us as a person there you know f- most of us would say you know money is not the most important thing to me mm-hmm. there you know it's necessary but there are things that I want to do with my children there are things that I want to learn and grow and do as, and accomplish on my own my values are supported by money but my value is not money. Mm-hmm. And so setting your your personal and family values and then looking at your life circumstances and saying, does this align with what my values say are important to me can also kind of knock you out of that heavy focus on this is not a good idea. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm.
0: Kind of gives you that confidence by revisiting what's really important to you.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And so with it being a break and not an end to your career, however, there's no like plan to come back. (laughs) How, how does somebody ensure that it's truly just a break?
1: Well, okay. So break is totally a misnomer, I think, because most women, so, okay, here's the statistic for you. 90% of the women, the mothers who leave intend to get back into their work life at some point, but only three quarters do return at some point and only 40% return to full-time professional work. Mm-hmm. So everybody wants to get back in. Some do Let's go back full-time. Mm-hmm. So that on the surface is not looking great, Right. right. But but this is going to include so many people who have life happen to them during those times, and it's going to include people who plan and those who don't. And what I mean by life happens, and you, you're going to change within mm-hmm. one year of taking a career break, you will be a different person. Now, I have lived in two different countries outside of the US, and I will tell you, hands down, it is easier for me to move to a foreign country than it was for me to become a stay at home mom. Wow. Like- I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. You wake up and you're like, I know I'm supposed to be somewhere. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with myself right now. It's really for, for some people who have a real strong professional identity, it's a really hard adjustment. Mm-hmm. So you, But you do, you do adjust and you do become a new person. So the break, the reason I say it's kind of a misnomer is because most women who have been out over a period of time, they change and what they want. And, and by change, I really mean evolve. Mm-hmm. And what they want is different over the course of the break. And so they do want to go back to getting paid for right. their skills and expertise, but they often don't want to go back to where they came from.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. How I, I'm I'm just like, I'm feeling this so much because I have been there myself as well, which I'm sure we'll get into in a little bit here, but it's it it is really challenging when you've known one thing for so long and then you have to step away and you might not have a plan, but you know, you're going back and then you evolve. And then you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you don't even recognize yourself because you're loving this new life that you're setting up for yourself, but you're at the same time missing your old life. And it can feel just like, (laughs) I can't even put a word to the feeling, but I mean, if you're listening right now, chances are you've felt this in some capacity. How, if you decide that you're not going to go back, like so many women do, how do you navigate through this mental wrestle with yourself and your identity of of what feels right for you?
1: Yeah. So I think that, everyone wants to feel like they're of use, Mm -hmm. okay? So it's really important, regardless of what your long-term or short-term goals are to get back into the workforce or to not get back in, you need to have a plan for using your skills and you need to have a plan for growth and or progress, however you wanna look at it. I just believe that these are fundamental needs that we have as human beings. And if you feel like you're at home wasting and I'm air quoting wasting your skills and you're not using your gifts, that's mm-hmm. gonna feel yucky. Mm-hmm. So it's regardless of what the long-term plan is. And and I do believe that you should develop a strategy and you should have a plan for your return. I expect that it's going to change over time, mm-hmm. but you need to have it to have some kind of goalposts, right? To have some kind of something to direct you. But But most importantly, on a day-to-day basis and on a short-term basis, it's how am I investing in my skills, in my development, and how am I using this for the benefit of the world? And it can be through your kids. It cannot be through your kids. It's really your choice. But that is, I think, the most important thing in a career break because you, you can so much more easily adapt to the new person you're becoming. And wake up one day and say, you know what, I don't want to go back to where I came from, because this is what's important to me today. This is what I enjoy doing today. Instead of waking up 15 years later and saying, again, I don't recognize this person and I don't know who I am. Because the identity yeah. crisis is the end of a career break, of a long career break. If you live it like your professional life before that led you to the career break, can feel very similar. Mm-hmm. right you were a professional you decided to turn that off one day you became a mom you lived mom life and you brought all of that energy all of that professional energy to your mom life and lived that and then focused only on that and then you wake up one day and you're like i've got to flip the switch again right and so that i think if you can if you can create a strategy and a plan to evolve and not have to overnight change it's going to feel so much better and it's going to be a lot more enjoyable. And I believe it's a lot more enjoyable for your kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. Cause they're not like,
1: who is my mom? She keeps changing <laughs> from one person to another. Yeah. Well, and and I like to say like the full intensity work mom, me is not like, and by work mom, I don't mean working mom. I mean like just that mindset that I had at work. I needed to adapt it at home. It takes time, but like the full intensity of type A, like controlling me is not good at home. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I can see, like, I I relate to you so much on that. And I can see like, we pride ourselves at work so much on the things that we accomplish. And then when you make that switch, it's all of a sudden, like, I'm priding myself on these accomplishments at home, not like, what I'm doing day to day at home, but what I'm accomplishing each day at home. And so you're like killing yourself as you were in the workforce for things at home that don't necessarily need to be done. And they're not really helping anybody.
1: Yeah. And it, it's a real danger for moms who make that change to recreate, they recreate their stress load at home yes. that they were living because it's all we know, you know, yes. for 10 guilty. years. Yes. <laughs> If you're living the stressful life for 10 years and that's what you know, like you want to take a career break, you know you need to take a career break, you're burnt out, but you don't know what you like. Mm -hmm. You don't know who you are anymore. You just know this is the person and you can't help but fill the void to feel comfortable and comfortable, not like nice, but comfortable, familiar. Right, right.
0: So what are some things that we can do on a career break as if we're not going to have enough on our plate with home. But what are some things that we can really focus on to help with our mental health and our self-worth and, you know, the that need to accomplish? I know you're saying a strategy, but what are some other things that we could do?
1: Yeah. So I like to divide things into chunks of time and, um, I do it in a lot of different ways. And the first is, okay, 30-day moratorium on everything like accomplished wise. When you become a stay-at-home parent or if you take a career break, however you wanna call it. And it's always complicated because everybody uses a different term for it. But but that first, like I went to work yesterday and I'm not going to work today. Mm -hmm. Give yourself 30 days to literally just be, just be. Just recognize what it's like to be with your kids and not be rushing out the door recognize what it's like to make food, you know, what, what do you, what are you doing in your day that you notice that you enjoy? What do you do in your day that you don't notice that you enjoy? Where do you feel that pull to get the accomplishment, right? Because if you don't know what draws you to that, then you're not going to know how to build your life out of that. Mm -hmm. So the first is just to be stop yourself cold turkey from the checklist manifesto that like has driven you for for 10 years. The next thing you wanna do is again, set those set those intentions, recognize that you have goals that are personal, professional, and family. If you've decided to stay at home, you've probably decided that something wasn't working. And it often means that there is a misalignment that between personal, professional, and family. And and the goal is to find out how to rebalance it. So if you can, you know, if professional was taking over your life, what we don't want to have is just have kids take over your life afterwards because you are still in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so finding your way to create a path and exploring what you like and what you can do out of this is going to have to do with what you like your balance to be and so recognizing that you have goals that are professional even when you're on a career break you will never have this opportunity again if you go back to the corporate world you know you can't this time might feel like a constraint but it is also an opportunity Mm -hmm. and so you have this window of time where you can explore new skills you can try new things you can take classes you can volunteer for things that you're passionate about that you never had time for before Doing all of those things are important and are going to build your path out of the career break, even if you can't see it that day. So, recognizing the levers of how family affects work, how work affects family and f- personal, and then uh, setting your goals in each category, recognizing that professional you is still a part of who you are, and those goals are relevant on a career break, and then finding creative opportunities to live those goals and, and reach those goals over the course of time. Um, and I mentioned, I chunk my time in different ways. So the first is like, I always do 30 day increments, uh, mm-hmm. but I also like to divide life into seasons. I, I learned this, you know, because I just kept going back to, but this was my plan. You know, mm-hmm. this was, I had a life, I had the line drawn and it was pretty, it was pretty great. I had a really great plan and then I had kids and then everything changed and, and <laughs> I don't want to keep spending my life going back to that line, mm-hmm. because because twenty three year old me or twenty five year old me who set those intentions and those goals didn't know shit about what my life was going to be and what's important to me today. Yeah, um, that's you know what I prioritize today is very different, and so recognizing that we have seasons. And you want to set your goals based on the season of life. You don't have to think, well, the kids are going to be grown and I have to figure out what I'm doing 15 years from now. Just, just work with what you got. Get through the toddler years first, because I will tell you, if you're struggling through the toddler toddler years, I did, by the way, they were really hard, but like they will end. I promise you, they will end. Your child will grow up and they will be wonderful little human beings one day, even if they are not so much sometimes (laughs) right now, I promise you. Uh, And and they will be able to feed themselves and you will be able to have conversations and they'll pack their own bags and life literally gets easier in some ways and fundamentally more complicated in others. But, but so recognizing that, that your lifestyle is not the same when your kids are two is even when they're six or eight is really important for you to kind of understand what your life is going to be like. Mm, Oh
0: my gosh, this is so good. I just feel like So much of motherhood is having this flexible plan. And which, if if you're like me or you, it sounds like it's really hard to have a flexible plan. Like, I do not operate that way. But I really, really love what you're saying about like taking some time and just being present and paying attention and noticing certain things that you're enjoying and that are working and not working for you. Because whether you are a corporate, like nine to five mom, side business mom, work from home mom. We don't do that very often. We don't just sit and pay attention. Even if you are a stay at home mom, like we're not paying attention to the things that we enjoy and that we don't enjoy. I think that that right there is just like amazing advice for anyone who's listening right now. We need to be doing that more and just having some realistic conversations with yourself. I love what you're saying about the seasons as well. Like I I probably heard it from you, but I have often told myself, you know, this is the season that I'm in right now and I have of course goals that I want to do, but I have them in a very flexible plan because my daughter is 3 years old and you know, we'll have a good thing going and then all of a sudden it will change. And I'm, I can't like reroute my entire life every time that she changes, otherwise I'd never accomplish anything. So it's just that flexibility is really hard, but I think the more that you're present and paying attention, the easier it is to be flexible. Would you say? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. And you know, then when you were present, we also get to know our kids better and mm-hmm. then the behaviors and the things that they're doing that seem like, whoa, they just changed overnight you catch it quicker Mm -hmm. because you're, you know them and you know that they're evolving and they're changing with you. And so it just, it just makes it, it makes life more fluid, which is not natural to some of us, but Mm -hmm. it does give us the opportunity to just recognize opportunities and recognize also hurdles that are going to come up and that we can plan for then.
0: Yeah. And our children, the way that they're growing and when we are more present and we are more in tune with ourselves, because whether we are working full time or on a career break, we aren't just the worker or just the mom, right? We still are that person, like you said. And, you know, being in tune with ourselves, being in tune with our children, seeing them evolve, that can really spark some creativity in ourselves that we might not have even noticed before And one of the things that I've heard you say is that taking a career break is a great launch pad to starting a business, right? And this is kind of how Boss Ladies and Babies started several years ago. I am a real estate agent. I still do real estate a little bit, but I knew when I was pregnant with my daughter that I was also going to be her main caregiver. And so I had to step back from my career so that I could be home with her. And I did have a plan that I was going to go back into real estate full-time. Like that was the plan. I was going to take some time off. I had planned and saved and done all the things to be able to give myself about a year off so that I could be home with her. And then I was going to get back into work, you know, full force. And I just had something else inside of me come up that I was passionate about while I was, you know, navigating through how I was going to do this now that I was a mom. And so, you know, I took this year off and I was doing a little bit of work here and there and you know, had this grand plan of going back, but unintentionally through slowing down, I was really growing what has now become my main business. And it started just as my passion project, right? It was just something I was doing on the side. And then in 2020, it happened again where I had to step back from real estate. I was, you know, still, I'm still home full-time with my daughter, main caregiver. She doesn't go to daycare or school or anything like that. I could not be working in real estate as I was before. It just was getting harder and harder and the pandemic made it basically impossible. So I had to pull back again and take another break from what I was doing and, you know, then I was really able to explode my business. And I I would not have been able to do that if I was not open to this version of myself when I was not in the grind. And if I was not open to the different kinds of opportunities that being a mother was putting in front of me. And if I wasn't open to letting my daughter be like this inspiration for what was next in my life and now that sounds like a lot of pressure on a kid like oh my gosh like you're my you're my muse you know and and she continues to be but it's all within me it's just she's being so there for her she's been able to pull out the side of me that I didn't even know was there
1: yeah it's well, I mean, we, we're talking about it through this whole thing. There's so many moms who, if you ask them, well, what do you like to do? And they're like, I have no idea. Yes, I don't know what I like to do. And they're just so overwhelmed and stressed out. And the focus is always on just meeting the next challenge, just getting through the day. If you are only focused on getting through the day, getting to the, and I remember like back in the day of going back to work after my daughter was born, I was going to grad school we had a medically challenging child and you know i was at a full-time corporate job and i was pumping at work and like i just remember at the end of the night like washing that bottle washing that pump stuff and just be like i just need to get through the night i just need to get into my bed and like if you're living that how are you going to be creative right how are you going to have those bursts of ideas And even if you have an idea, like at 4 a.m. when you're laying in bed and you can't sleep (laughs) because you're stressed out again, like, how are you going to actually act on any of it? Mm -hmm. You can't. And so a career break is not only an opportunity to say, hey, what is it that I like to do? What what do I want to focus my efforts on? What's worth it for me? Um, And it is a privilege to be able to do this paycheck versus purpose analysis, Mm -hmm. which I find a lot of women do when they take a career break. Um, but but it also eliminates some of the risk of taking the taking the leap and starting a business. Because yes, it may start, it may take money for you to start a business, but I'm a strong advocate for doing it in a financially conservative way if you do start something. But if you if you've worked yourself out of your full-time job and you are living without that income you now have this opportunity to take risk that you've never taken before. And if, if you wouldn't have done it when you were working, because you didn't have the time and you were afraid of losing the income, well, you lost your income. You don't, your starting point is now zero. And so I think it does free up creativity and also that pressure to be successful the day one. And, you know, a lot of what we see out there in the media about starting a business is that, you know, you can be making six figures in six weeks. Right. And, and that's not what it's really like. It is, (laughs) it is a lot of work. It is a grind. It's a different kind of grind. I enjoy it more. It's a, it's my controlled grind, but, you know, having that runway to be able to start your business where you don't have this pressure and expectation on you, can be really freeing. And the other thing is, it gives you the opportunity when you are talking about kind of finding your way after reducing your real estate. I was thinking about how, you know, trying different things on a career break is kind of like dating careers. Mm -hmm. Like, There's no pressure. You don't marry someone on your first date. And just because you pick up a job on a career break or you volunteer and you do some kind of work, doesn't mean that this is now your career. It does not mean that's who you are now. You can try on a bunch of different things and then be like, huh, that really sucked. I did not like it. I don't want to do that (laughs) even though I thought I did. Yeah. Um, We're actually not as good at predicting what we would like or dislike as we think we are, both because our expectations of what that thing is really like is different than the reality. You know, business ownership has lots of exciting parts and lots of really not exciting parts. Um, But but it also is just this realization that like, huh, I thought I wouldn't like that. And I actually didn't mind it, or Mm -hmm. I actually did enjoy that. And so it is a great opportunity for that creativity, that risk-free trial period that moms can really get curious about what's next and to launch a business.
0: Yeah. And what a way to find yourself and to really fuel that need to do something greater. Not that raising children is not great, but you know that career-driven side of us, it's such a great way to fuel that. And then just not to even mention the benefits of our children watching us really discover ourselves. I think that that is honestly my favorite part because I know so many people can relate to this. When you become a mom, whether you take a career break or not, you completely lose who you think you are. You are just floating through, scrambling around, trying to take care of this baby do your job or not and figure out who the heck you are now. And most of us probably still don't even really truly know who we are. And it's, it's really special that my daughter gets to watch me figure this out. And I hope for her to do the same thing because, you know, just like you said, with the seasons, we we're going to change and evolve so much each season of our life. Like there is no destination of I am this person and this is who I'm going to be from here on out. It is fluid and we are constantly growing as human beings and trying out these different things and having this opportunity to not only be home with my child, but also really spend these years doing some serious self-discovery while making an impact and growing a career is just like beyond my wildest dreams, beyond what my plan could have even been and i just think it's a it's a really good opportunity if you feel something if you are home and with your children and you feel something calling deep within yourself to just try it and see what happens
1: absolutely so often you hear mom say i had an idea once or I wanted to do this thing. And, you know, because so my background is commercial banking and I've spent years helping people start businesses. And so when I would talk to mothers in particular about that, I would hear this. I had an idea once phrase so often. And that is like that is like a crack in my heart because they said I had an idea once and then I was focused on my kids. I couldn't do it you talked about you know being at home with your daughter earlier and you know a lot of times it can feel like well i can't be out of the house i am the primary caregiver there's no daycare options available because we're in a global pandemic that is a constraint right and constraints are hard nobody wants to be told like you can't right we don't like you can't but constraints are boundaries and boundaries are good sometimes because we always have to start from somewhere And so looking at the constraints that motherhood or family life or your finances, whatever they put on you, and finding ways to turn that into a boundary on, okay, this is what I've got to work with, and here's what I can build out of this. Not this aspirational, I want to create this, but I don't have what I need. Work with the time you've got, work with the nap schedule. I just heard someone say that their kid took like five to seven hour naps. That's insane. What? I was lucky with like 17 minutes. Okay. So early motherhood <laughs> with our two was not the same as theirs. My sister's baby is like already sleeping really, really well. It took one of ours five years. No joke. Oh my gosh. So, like, work with what you've got, you know? Um, and when you accept the boundaries to build around, then that that gives you the framework to make it work with your life, not against your life.
0: Oh, I love that. And I, we don't think about it that way. Like, as you're saying that, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I've done. And I've found myself so many times thinking like, I can't do this and I can't do this because I only have this much time, but When you sit back and look at that much time that you have, and you really have a strategy and a focused plan, what you can accomplish in that much time is really huge. And you're spending more time thinking about what you can't do when you could be taking that time to, you know, take action and do something.
1: (laughs) Yes. That's how the podcast for me started because I was like, I need to do something And here's the way my time works. This is how our schedule works. I needed something with ultimate flexibility. Mm -hmm. I needed to have strong control over the hours of work. And, you know, and and my time is kind of choppy. So that left me with something outside of the traditional corporate nine to five. And, Mm -hmm. you know, knowing what I love to do, knowing that career breaks are so important to me, it just, it naturally evolved from there. But like, guys, I'm an introvert. I don't like talking to people, the idea, like the idea that I'm talking on a podcast is insane, (laughs) but I accepted my boundaries and then built something. And I actually love it. I I can't imagine not doing the podcast. Um, Uh, But, but it's again, going back to that, like, you don't know what you're going to like and dislike until you try it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And just being open to working with what you've got. I think that is just, man, you have had some like gold happening on this podcast when it comes to advice and things that we can take away and mindset shifts and things that we can really like start implementing right now. I want to ask you one more question about career breaks, and then we're going to kind of transition a little bit. But when we're talking about taking a career break and, you know, we're feeling like good with everything that we've talked about so far, we're ready mentally and we have prepared ourselves. It still can feel like a little bit uncomfortable. So how can we speak about taking a career break confidently to other people so that they can see that we're still strong. We're still boss ladies. We've got this still, but we're just stepping back.
1: Yeah. So one thing for anybody, and this is in particular, if you plan to go back to your old career field, I think a lot of times we're like so uncomfortable with the fact that we're taking the sleep, that we're doing this, um, that a lot of times we'll shy away from maintaining our professional contacts. Mm-hmm. And it is so, so important to maintain your professional contacts. When you decide to go back to the workforce or when you decide to do something else, uh, so many times we're like, okay, well, how do, I, how do I write a resume and talk about my career break? That's not your focus. Your resume is important, but you need the connections to get the jobs, connections and network. That is how we get the resources that we need. So in order to maintain professional contacts, you need to have something to talk about. You need to stay up to date on industry information. You need to, you know, again, be trying new things, have something, some kind of dialogue to be about things that you're proud of. You know, I had uh, one mom tell me that the first thing that goes after you take a career break is your Mm self-confidence. If you don't have self-confidence, you are not going to be reaching out to people and talking about the awesome stuff you're doing. So being able to talk about a career break confidently stems from you're confident in who you are and who you are is the same as who you were last month. And so keeping some of that identity by maintaining that knowledge base and doing new work, I think strategic volunteering is one of the best things you can do on a career break. And by strategic volunteering, what I mean is You're strategically picking the roles on a volunteer basis that are either investing in new skill development for you, or they are maintaining the skills that you want to maintain, and they're giving you the opportunity to put something on a resume at a future date or have something to talk about with people when you want to talk about you know, what you're able to do. It also gives you the opportunity to grow your personal and professional network. So those are the things that I think can really help you feel confident in your, in your decision and your ability to talk about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. I think that that is the confidence piece is so, so, so important and just taking care of you and doing things for you will help you feel confident. And we cannot lose that piece because we are growing our careers. We are growing children. We are feeling confident and empowered enough to step away from our careers, start something new, put ourselves out there. Like we are doing all of these things. We should be confident and owning that. And I think, you know, I'd say if you could take one thing away from this podcast, like that's it. The confidence piece for sure. All right. We're going to wrap up this topic, but before I let you go, I have one final question that we ask everybody who comes onto the show. And that is, if you could share one piece of advice for balancing being a mom and being a boss lady, what would that be?
1: So I mentioned the way I chunk my time earlier. And one of my time chunking techniques is thinking like having a theme or a focus for the week. So, you know, if I look on a given day, I might be really heavily focused on work that day, or I might be really heavily focused on my kids and family. And it's really easy for me to look at the other one and say, man, I didn't do anything. I made no progress today. So I like to look at a week and say, okay, well, if this is a heavy work week, if I know I've got a lot of deliverables, if I know I'm going to be focusing on a lot of things that are labor intensive, it might not be my best parenting week. Mm -hmm. Forgiving myself in advance And saying it's going to be okay if the kids watch a little bit more TV this week, it's going to be okay if we're not eating, you know, perfect meals across this week, there might be a little more takeaway, whatever, um, is going to free me up from that mom guilt, which is going to enable me to do a good job next time. And, And so then the next week, it's not going to be a work focus, I'm going to intentionally make that a family focused week, I'm going to do something different that week, to compensate for this week, because I can't get it right every day but I want to look over the course of a period of time and feel like I'm getting it right directionally, you know? And and so by chunking my weeks, I think I do a much better job than when I just focus on the day.
0: Ooh, I love that. I'm going to have to try that because I recently started chunking my days for different like business tasks, but I love that idea of like having intentional family focus for a week at a time I feel like that could be so life-changing that's that is amazing thank you for sharing that and I'm not gonna let you go without sharing a hot mess moment so you've been here before you know the drill life's full of hot mess moments and we've all been there so this is your chance to share an embarrassing confession about a time that you've
1: been a total hot mess yeah. So, um, and I love my son. I just want you all to know that, but this is the <laughs> second time I'm going to tell a story about him. And the last one did involve like a kid leash and a completely embarrassing moment. Um, just letting to, letting you know, if you want to look back on listen back on that one. Um, it really probably is my best hot mess moment ever, but this one is a close second. Uh, so we were we were living in Japan and Japan is such a quiet and peaceful place compared to the U S and they have a lot of public transportation. So we had been living there for a short period of time and we were trying to do a lot of exploring. And, you know, we, we did that like push it with the kids thing where we were out all day and on a big adventure. And we knew that they were going to be tired and cranky on the way home, but we really didn't fully anticipate the wrath of the little one that we were going to experience. So, um, so my son used to carry cars, like little matchbox cars in his hands everywhere. I mean, he literally slept with these things. And if they fell out of his hands in his sleep, he would wake up screaming. So they were really important to him. And he had a couple that he loved so much. And he had these on the train and he got so mad at me because I wouldn't give him something he wanted. And he chucked one of the cars. Oh this was the car people the car. He chucked it and he thought I was going to just go get it and pick it up and give it to him. But he chucked it like in between the train cars. So it fell underneath and we couldn't get it. So he started. So like he was pissed before, but now he unloaded into this massive, massive tantrum. This tantrum was so bad. I'm not kidding. He was scaring people in the train. People were getting out of this car train. People were literally, the, the doors were opening at stops and people were looking in and they were stepping back and they weren't getting on the train. My husband's like, I literally think that's because of us. I don't think it was so, so bad. And like the feeling of redness has never been so great in my life. And I just remember having to carry that kid off of that train like, like the football hold, you know, his face (laughs) and legs out because he's just flailing everywhere and there's foam flying and it, oh, it was so, so horrible. And that was our lesson. And like, don't push your toddler too far.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, that just painted the most perfect picture in my head. I just like see the train doors opening. (laughs) Oh Oh,
1: my gosh. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. We've got some pretty epic. Tantrum stories. <laughs> How old is your son now? He's eight now, and he okay. is literally an absolute joy. He is the nicest little boy ever. But who <laughs> baby, he was a hard toddler. Oh
0: my goodness. Okay, so anybody who has a hard toddler right now, know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so good. That honestly is a very close second to your last hot <laughs> So thank you for sharing that. That's hilarious. All right. Well, this has been such a joy talking with you today. And I have loved this conversation and all of the amazing advice that you've given. Thank you so much. Before we let you go, please tell people where they can find you, where they can connect with you and how we can support your business.
1: Yep. So I would love for anybody who's considering a career break or is in one and trying to figure out what's next to listen to the Money, Career, and Motherhood podcast. And you can find it on all the places you listen to podcasts. Uh, And connect with me on Instagram, at Motherhood. And I'm just really interested in what your experience is as you're trying to figure out your career break. So DM me and let me know what is the big thing that you're struggling with. I want to hear from you.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. And you had a PDF
1: to share with the listeners. I do. So we didn't really talk about this, but you know, so many times when moms do get to that point, like, okay, I do have an idea. I do want to do something. I want to start that business. Uh, they Then they're like, what now? I don't know where to start. And so I have, it's kind of a business div- design toolbox. And it's a circular process that you just walk yourself through with those boundaries that we talked about and figure out, what your business is from there. And it's really helpful. And so I just like to offer that to everybody as you're thinking through your business idea, this can be something that you do in five minutes in your mind, or it could be something that you write out on paper and spend a lot of time on and that you reevaluate as your business continues to develop. Uh, But just kind of give you some direction on how to proceed.
0: Amazing. And they can find that by going to your Instagram
1: or Yes. Yeah, so okay. you can go, you can go to, um, you can find it on Instagram at money, career, motherhood again, or you could also go to my website at moneycareermotherhood.com
0: Perfect. Awesome. Well, make sure you go grab that. I know I definitely will. And thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing with us. Make sure you connect with Janice to go check out her podcast, check out all of her resources. And until next week, you've got this mama stay bossy.